business rock stars. Kelly Kennedy here. And today I wanted to introduce you to my business, Capital Business Development, where we don't just see businesses. We see your potential to change the world. We see your passion, your dedication, and drive to do something extraordinary. And we're here to help you bring that vision to life. At Capital Business Development, we understand that behind every business is a visionary, someone with the determination to make a difference. Whether you're a startup with a big idea or an established company aiming to expand your impact, we're here to support you every step of the way. Our mission goes beyond traditional business development. We're committed to nurturing your dreams and empowering you to achieve greatness. From strategic planning and networking to hands-on support and personalized coaching, we provide the tools and guidance you need to succeed. So if you're ready to transform your vision into reality, look no further than Capital Business Development. Visit us today at www.capitalbd.ca to learn more about how we can help you unleash your potential to change the world. Your dreams matter. Let's make them happen together. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Welcome to episode 62 of the Business Development Podcast. And if you have questions regarding web design, we have the founder of Lyft Interactive with us today, Micah Slavins, and he's going to teach us all about it. Stay tuned. The great Mark Cuban once said, business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeezed out in any one deal. And we couldn't agree more. This is the Business Development Podcast, based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and broadcasting to the world. You'll get expert business development advice, tips and experiences, and you'll hear interviews with business owners, CEOs, and business development reps. You'll get actionable advice on how to grow business. Brought to you by Capital Business Development, capitalbd.ca. Let's do it. Welcome to the Business Development Podcast. And now your expert host, Kelly Kennedy. Welcome to episode 62 of the Business Development Podcast. And today I'm really excited to have Micah Slavins on with us. You guys know how passionate I am about good websites, how in the 21st century, I believe they are your 20-story skyscraper. Today, we have founder of Lyft Interactive, Micah Slavins. Meet Micah Slavins, a true web pioneer with over two decades of experience in the digital realm. Since 1999, he has been at the forefront of the ever-evolving web landscape, shaping the way that we interact with the digital world. In 2002, Micah co-founded Lyft Interactive, a web design powerhouse that has become a beacon of innovation in Edmonton, Alberta, and beyond. Under his visionary leadership, Lyft Interactive has taken on the challenge of redefining online experiences, consistently delivering outstanding results. With an impressive track record spanning more than 20 years, Micah has personally overseen and driven hundreds of successful projects. His expertise extends to a diverse range of clients, including nonprofits, technology startups, destinations, and attractions. Micah's unique ability to blend creativity, technical finesse, and a deep understanding of client needs has left an indelible mark on every project he touches. Micah's journey in the digital world has been nothing short of transformative. His commitment to crafting cutting-edge web solutions has helped organizations thrive in an ever-competitive online landscape. His work not only elevates brands, but also shapes the digital future of businesses across various sectors. Having witnessed the evolution of the web from its early days, Micah Slavins continues to be a driving force in the industry, pushing the boundaries of what is possible in web design and digital innovation. With him at the helm, Lyft Interactive remains a trusted name for those seeking to transform their online presence into something extraordinary. Join Micah on his ongoing journey through the digital landscape where his wealth of experience and unwavering commitment to excellence continues to shape the future of web design and technology. Micah, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. How are you doing? Doing well. Who who are you talking about just now? I want to meet I want to meet that guy. Just some rock star. <laughs> just some Edmontonian rock star, I'm sure. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah, do it doing well. It's it's Friday. It's uh we got a long weekend coming up. It's, uh, it's going to be And it's great. beautiful. It's a beautiful sunny day outside here in Edmonton. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> we, could, we could clear out some of that smoke, but uh, but it's going to be awesome. It's gorgeous out there. 
I can't tell you how thrilled I am to have you on the show. I know we actually just met a couple weeks ago, kind of connected just regarding some web design stuff. And I remember just saying at the time, just thinking like, I have to have you on the show. I, I've wanted to have like a web design expert on the show for some time, but I didn't just want anybody. And when I saw the quality of the work that you were putting out at Lyft Interactive, I knew it had to be you. Well, I, I really appreciate that. I, I'm super excited too, um, to talk about, you know, things I love, I love talking about. And um, I, I think this is just a great show too. And I, and kudos to you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I, um, I have a passion for good websites, being in business development. It truly is critical. The image of your company is the most important thing, really, in 2023. But there's a cool yeah. thing about image of a company in 2023. You don't need to be on the 30th floor of the biggest skyscraper in your city. You just mm-hmm. have to look that way. It really yeah. is that critical. And the way that you do that is through a great online and web-based image, whether that be great marketing materials, a great website, you can compete with the big dogs now. You really can. And yep. image is critical and a beautiful, well-designed website is one of the most important things that any business can invest in. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. That's something we've been saying, you know, for close to 25 years ago, for 25 years when I got into this industry that, uh, you know, back in those days, you were trying to convince people that a website was important. Um, now, now you don't. People know it is. But uh, we've been saying that since the beginning, that online you can look as legitimate, um, you know, as you want. And I would say uh, it's really important that it's also truthful. Um, You don't want to look, you know, like a hotshot and and really, you know, you don't don't have anything. But um, you can show your best, most idealized, aspirational self online and and people can connect with you. And I would say even more so these days um, when, when we're not necessarily expected to have a big headquarters, like you said, or that 20, 20 story skyscraper, you can have distributed businesses. It's, you know, it's more important uh, than ever. Um, and we'll get into some other things, I think, today, too. Um, the web is is changing again. Um, first party data and some of those things, you know, those topics are at the forefront. And, um, you know, it's funny how relevant your own website, um, you know, is is in 2023. Yes, it's absolutely critical. Uh, when I go into a new business with capital, the very first thing that I look at is their marketing material. I want to see the website. I want to see what brochures and stuff that they have created because if those are not where I need them to be, that's where we have to start. We have to start with the image of the company before I can build interest in the company. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the first thing they're going to do. Someone, the first thing someone's going to do, they're going to hear about you and they're going to Google or they're going to type into that, that URL or they're going to scan that QR code that you gave them. And they're going to, they're going to form an opinion just like they will in real life at a, you know, at a networking event or in an elevator, like we always talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, I want you to take us back to the beginning. Like you've been doing this since 2002. That blows my mind. Well, I've been doing it since 2002 as Lyft. Um, you know, I didn't start a company, you know, uh, right out of high school. So yeah. um, probably goes back to more like, you know, 97 or so. Wow. Um, so long time. Um you know, I, I still like to think I'm young, but, um, but yeah, we do in a long time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I can kind of go back to where that came from. Uh, I like many, you know, uh, I think even stereotypically young males, uh, was having a difficult time figuring out what I wanted to do to my, uh, do with my life. And, um, you, you know, I had bounced around different school programs and uh, as silly as it sound, uh, you know, I, I can't remember if it was my fi- fiance at the time. Um, you know, I was married fairly young, and my father-in-law now uh, said, "Well, why don't you try this? Is like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Why don't you try this computer stuff?" And that was literally as as <laughs> as, as as generic as the comment was. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Maybe, maybe I will. I like figuring things out. I like, you know, I like exercising. You know, that analytical side of my brain and. Um, so I, I took uh, you know program that doesn't exist anymore uh, that was that was a mixed bag of uh, network support and design and a little bit of the very kind of fledgling side of the web um, you know we were still pre pre dot com boom uh, and bust back then we're just kind of heading into the boom and um, I I stumbled into some some design and web design and I just absolutely fell in love. 
Um, I, I, there was a, a particular day where I, I ran into this 15 year old kid and he showed me this website he made and I, and it was, it had stuff that was moving around and doing cool things. And I yeah. was just like, OMG, this is so amazing. I have to figure out how to do this. And that, that really just sent me down a path of, um, you know, I've always kind of been defined by, uh, curiosity and I, uh, started doing that, started freelancing. Um, and then, anyway, then it ended up at a, another agency where I started a web department, um, yeah. for that, that small agency, uh, here in Edmonton. And, uh, shortly after was naive enough to think I could start, uh, you know, a business of my own at 24 Wow! and, um, and then kind of the rest is history. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. So like, what has it been like to see literally the evolution of the internet? You've essentially yeah. been building websites since the very beginning of the internet to today. Yeah. Like how has that must've been a roller coaster? You know, it, it really has been a roller coaster. I, I don't know if there's many fields that um, have changed as much as, as this one has. And, you know, when, when you're in, in an industry that we're in and, and we've been, we've been bigger and smaller and we've had a, a decent sized agency for, for a lot of years. And um, you're never just in one thing. So um, web design has been a core of our business. It's, it's, it's kind of our bread and butter. It's, it's where our oldest expertise is, but, but over the course of that time, you get, you dabble in a lot of things. So, you know, we've, we've built mobile apps. We, you know, we do a lot of user experience work for large organizations. We, um, consult on digital strategy, so you get you get your fingers in a lot of uh, a lot of things that are adjacent, um, but it's it's just changed so much, um, and it's it's actually funny right now. You know, there's always something that everyone's talking about at a given point in time. Right now, it's AI. Yeah. Um, the truth is, we've been talking about AI for you know a decade and a half. Yeah. Um, and and even past that, you know, or before that, but. Um, I don't really get my backup too much on those things anymore, um, just because I've seen I've seen the industry, you know, be up, you know, upheaval multiple times, and it's always changing. And so, I'm actually really, really excited for this next phase. This is one of the most exciting phases I think we've had, um, where things are really, I think, going to change a lot, and yeah. I think it's going to create a lot of opportunity. Who know how to navigate um, navigate change? What does AI mean for websites? <laughs> so that's a big uh, that's a big big question uh, you know let's get into it a little bit i'm not sure how much it helps sure. the average small business yeah um but so yeah so what what we what i think here are the big questions i think people talk about they say um you know especially when people have just started playing with chat gpt for you know for the first couple of weeks you know they say things like well this is amazing you know what what's going to happen are we all just going to be in chat prompts um, down the road, and probably, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think I think all the signals are showing. You know, your Google experience five years from now is is likely going to be you know, dramatically different than it than it was two years ago. Um, but what I will tell you is, look at the evolution of any of those platforms, and um, uh, they don't they don't stay. Uh, sorry, I just dropped a I just dropped an AirPod. That's all good. Floor. That's all good. Um, but these um, these experiences don't stay text based, right? Um, you know, largely when I got into the industry, Google was just this this search box with one style of listing. And then what happens is businesses figure out little ways to you know increase their advantage on that platform. They uh, the platform itself responds by giving marketers and business people tools to let themselves stand out. A lot of times those are monetized, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I really think um, a couple things that you're gonna see is I think the the general web is gonna change. Um, I think, I think um, it's gonna be a lot more about uh, connecting with your audience and less about just smashing it full of, you know, mundane information, yeah. you know, the basics because uh, people are going to be able to pull that stuff up so quickly, you know, through those those platforms. And we already can to some degree. But um, if you look at the modern web, a lot of it's been crafted to serve search engines um, yes. and those things. So um, so I think you're going to see probably that that general web be a lot more experiential and about connection and about understanding and, and that type of thing. But I also think you're going to see those chat platforms um, become more visual. Um, yeah. 
that allow more design elements to enter in. And, and we're going to be in the same game we are now where somebody has to know how to design and communicate and understand user experience and the customer journey. And um, anyway, that's why I'm, that's why I'm excited about this next phase. Yeah. It, the whole AI thing, totally. I, I, you know, I mean, for you guys, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, for mm -hmm. the rest of us, we're still playing catch up. <laughs> like even in the business development side, really, like yeah. six months, a year tops, like since we've all started incorporating these things or trying them out or figuring out. And businesses are still trying to figure out where what does this all mean? What are the relevant totally. AI platforms that are even going to help us? How do we utilize it? Like yeah. that landscape is pretty tough to navigate as a business at this point. It is. And I would say, I mean, I, again, I, I don't know that we want to spend our whole time talking about AI, even though I, I often <laughs> do spend hours talking yeah, about it, there. but um, <laughs> totally. But I mean, the thing, the thing we come back to all the time is you're already using AI. Yeah. Um, most of the, most of the large um, technology platforms you're using, whether it's for biz dev or CRM or, analytics i mean they're all they're all chock full of you know ai machine learning um but it's this novel i think it's this novel ai the the sci-fi ai that people mm -hmm. are really saying you know when is this going to be commercial um when is it going to be reliable and, and that's i think just yet to be determined um uh but i mean there's lots of you know the ai chatbot i think is pretty viable right now especially if you give it a small enough um, sandbox and does a pretty good job and you know those things are neat but um, you know we've been talking about you know for you I mean from a sales perspective the the CRMs have been generating you know insights and and, and notifying you of trends for for years um, and it's just getting better and better sure no I agree yeah they they have rudimentary though right like definitely it, it not is, the yeah. level of chat yeah. gpt <laughs> no yeah no. it's uh it's crazy you know even at capital we found ways to implement it over the last six months with this podcast it's completely changed yeah, it's... the way that we handle summaries and all sorts of stuff it's yeah. the time for me it's the time like what ai has become is a gigantic time saver yeah well totally the thing the the thing i really like about it for me and my personal workflow too is um, I'm someone who likes, I enjoy be swimming in a sea of a lot of ideas. But the thing is, you can only action so many ideas. And I think what some of these generative tools that you do is that lets you explore more ideas more quickly. And yeah, there's there's probably some refinement but um, that needs to happen. But it, it, it just lets you explore more. And I think that, you know, for an ideas person, that's really, really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to take it. I want to take it to Lyft. Um, sounds good. <laughs> let me just say, I think that your websites are absolutely stunning. And, um, Thank you. I've been talking on this show about the criticality of websites and how important they are and how to lay yeah. them out properly. And I would argue that when I found, when I saw your websites for the first time, if I was to go and design one myself and explain it the way that I explain it to all of our clients and to the people on the yeah. show they would turn out just like yours. They're absolutely visually stunning. They're clean. There's not too much information. There's just, yep. everything is right. How did you come to that? Oh, that How did you come you know to what? that? You're making, me, you're making me blush because um, <laughs> those are the things, um, those are the things I'm super passionate about. You know what? It, 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 it takes, it just takes a long time. And I think that's one message. I mean, you, you talked about, um, you know, all these platforms and I think they're awesome. Um, I have, you know, if, if there's, if there's, if I volunteer or sometimes if I, let's say I do a favor for a friend, I'll use those platforms too. I mean, Squarespace, uh, we have our favorites. Um, Squarespace is great. There's um, things in the middle these days, like Webflow that we really, really love. That's low code. It's not no code like a Squarespace, but it's somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, WordPress is still valid. It's not my favorite. We can talk about why at some point if you want, sure. but, um, but there's lots of great tools out there. But ultimately, um, it, it comes down to do you know how to use the tools and uh, it comes down to um, it, it, do you understand how, uh, again, a customer uh, goes through a, a process, um, you know, a visitor, uh, do you understand design principles? Um, do you have, you know, innate familiarity with conventions that actually make something successful and and obviously it's you know a redundant it's a redundant question but like most people don't right um just like um 
I could give you a lathe or, you know, a table saw and you, you probably can't create a, you know, showroom worthy table yeah. um, for folks. It's, yeah. it's not about the tools. It's about, it's about knowing how to use them. Yeah. So, you know, I think um, that that's where the, the, the job of the expert still comes in. It's, it's not about, um, do you have the ability to get something online? Um, and, and sometimes if your, if your job is simple, go for it, you know, you know, take a first crack and get it up there. Um, really where we come in is, is when you want it to work really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're a small business, when the stakes are high um, and you got to get it right and you don't want to, um, you don't want to get it wrong 20 times in a row. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that's it. It's that's kind of the flip side is any kind of design like this, any type of creative project, takes planning, takes time, takes effort. And I think the flip is that people aren't really thinking like, sure, you might be starting your business, but how much is your time worth? Like, is your is your time best spent designing your website? Or is your time best spent marketing your product or service expertise? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and I was just listening to a book. I mean, um, if there's service companies, there's a book called The Boutique that I've been uh, kind of re-listening to. And um, he talks about the fact, you know, as as a boutique agency uh, like ourselves, um, you know, we really need to be able to do it you know, better, faster or cheaper. Um, now, we're going to be more expensive than lots of options out there, but we're definitely less expensive than if you, you know, hired Deloitte to figure it out kind of thing. Sure. Um, we're definitely going to be faster um, than an internal team. And, um, and and I can I can dang well guarantee we're going to be better, too. So. Um, it's, it's those things that's, is it worth the, you know, the dollars to, to bring someone like us in? Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's basic things we look at that are, that are like breathing to us, you know, is the navigation, right? Um, is the messaging right? Um, does it pass, you know, some people call it the grunt test, you know, within five seconds, do I know what this, this enterprise or this business I just landed on, do I know what it's about? Mm-hmm. Um, do you understand, you know, how did, how did someone get to this, this website you're on? You know, did they come from an ad? Did they come from a link on social media? Where did they land? Um, you know, can they navigate properly to, to, to get where they need to go? Um, are you asking for the conversion in the right spot? Um, there's, there's all these things that, as you know, I look at someone's um, site or talk through their business that um, we just kind of, you know, do really, really naturally now. Um, and a lot of that just comes from... Um, you know, having it banged into our head, literally, you know, thousands and thousands of times over and you see the same patterns emerge. And um, some of them translate from industry to the industry. Uh, some industries have in, have nuances, but it's really taking some of those universal principles, um, some, some gut, some intuition, a lot of experience, um, and then a lot of data and best practices too. Yes, yes. And explain the collaboration process typically that, you know, obviously you bring on a customer, and you're yep. not the product expert of their of their yep. service. So, like, what are some of the things that you guys need to do a good job? Yeah, um, we we need we need customers who we need clients and partners who have a really good sense of their product. And I would say usually people usually people have a good sense of their product or their or their service if it's a, a service based company because that's 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 really the beginning of a of the entrepreneurial journey, right? You, you come in and you're, wait, you're, you're like, Hey, I'm really good at this, or I think I've got something here. Or I have an idea. Usually you're pretty, uh, you're pretty confident in the idea. It's that next phase about, you know, how much do you know about your customer? Um, how much do you know about the market? Um, do you know how, you know, how easy is it going to be able to reach that market? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where maybe it, falls apart a lot of the time. I think a lot of us, um, when we get into those topics, it's it, their assumptions. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times they need to be tested. The awesome thing that I love about digital is, um, you know, and again, whether it's your website or whether it's, um, you know, digital marketing, uh, you know, advertising, it's really easy to test those assumptions. Um, so, uh, whereas some traditional formats and we, and we work with these two, we have partners that we, um, that we deal with, you know, on traditional channels like, you know, radio and outdoor and all those things. But, um, with digital, you can just test those assumptions so much, so much more quickly. Yeah. Um, and when we talk about, um, developing an audience or segment an audience, we're not talking about that, like from, a um, a conceptual level, we're literally saying, um, we can reach these, you know, 9,432 people 
if we segment the audience this way. So um, that's something where we can take some of that knowledge. And if, if our client, customer has a really good understanding, and you know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, yeah. of their audience, um, it's going to be it's going to be successful. So, um, but yeah, I, I would say, an, I mean, a lot of the things that that we really need to do a good job are they're a little bit more subjective and nebulous. It's an open mind is really big. Yeah. So um, customers who come come to us. Um, maybe feeling overconfident about what they think they need. Mm -hmm. um, there ends up being a little bit of uh, un unraveling we've got to do. Of, well, well, you know, why do you think that? And a lot of times it, it comes down to, well, my competitor did it this way. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, it's it's that just enough knowledge to be dangerous kind of level. Yeah. Um, but common idiom we'll say is, you know, come to us with problems, not solutions. So tell us what you're trying to do what you're trying to fix or solve or improve yeah um and we can help you get there um when people come to us and say you know i want to place a you know i want my website i want this exact feature and i want you know a, a facebook ad that goes here usually we've got to like back that up a couple yeah. steps but yeah, yeah. it's it, like in some ways the the ecosystem or the infrastructure has to somewhat be there to accommodate it's pretty hard to make yeah. something that doesn't exist is that a fair statement yeah totally yeah exactly well and i think one of the dangers of our world is um we use this stuff we all use this stuff every single day um, and so people formulate some assumptions about how they work. Um, yeah. You know, one thing we deal with all the time is, um, hey, I want my website to do X, Y, or Z. Um, you should be able to do it because I just used this feature last night on Facebook, mm -hmm. you know, and that's usually an indication that you probably can't afford it <laughs> because yeah. guess what Facebook is worth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No kidding. They, they have a yeah. big team. <laughs> yeah, they have a big team. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. So I guess one of the things that I kind of wanted to chat with you about is what is the evolution of websites been like in the past, like five to 10 years? So I'll, I'll kind of, I'll take you to where my, my eyes are. As a millennial, I lose yep. my attention span rather quickly. And so yep. when I create marketing material or I, I talk yep. to my and I'm advising my clients with regards to how they should redesign their websites, I want yep. something that is short and sweet, but absolutely yep. beautiful. I need something that, especially when it comes down yep. to their website or their brochures, that is going to stay on somebody's desks because it's amazing, you know? And so yep. like my number one that I look at is... Is it visually appealing? Do I like to look at it? And you really yeah. nail that in the way that you've laid out, especially your tourism websites with with Lyft. Um, congratulations, by the way. You, you've made absolutely yeah, stunning, stunning tourism websites for J City of Jasper. Um, or is it a town? I'm not really yeah. sure. One or the other. <laughs> and Fort McMurray. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, I just want to sit and look yeah. at them. <laughs> and that's hard to do with us awesome. millennials, right? Well, yeah. So, yeah. Well, Totally. Some of that is like um, one of the reasons we love that sector is is um, one we're you know personally like uh, you know adventure is my you know love language. So uh, you know I love the mountains. I love trees. I love you know you know pushing myself out there. So that's one thing where there's a there's a bit of affinity. But also with some of those, you get amazing photography. So yeah. um, there's a lot there's a lot of material for us to work with. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we love it because I think it lets the work shine. Um, but no, you're, you're right. You're, you're nailing it. Um, you, that is one of the evolution, uh, you know, of the web. When I started, um, there was lots of, it was a wild, it was the wild west. And then we kind of went into these web experiences that where you had a custom homepage and then usually you just had an inner page that was just a long blob of text. Yeah. Well, you, the attention span, I have kids, um, and they're, you know, they're, well, one is 12, but they're almost all teenagers still, almost 20. So the attention span is so low. And we're not even like, you know, we're parents don't let them be on devices too much. But eventually they get Instagram and then, you know, TikTok. And, um, you know, they, they don't even want to watch a movie because that's too much attention span for too long, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, that's everywhere. That's on the web mm -hmm. too. So um, terseness, uh, you know, brevity is just absolutely critical clarity is critical uh so you know you, you don't want to have these big blobs of text um you know at the same time i tell people um you know compare some of this stuff to real life 
Um, you know, we always in business use this example of the elevator pitch. And, you know, I don't know how many of us have ever actually made a pitch in an elevator, but, um, but we know what it means, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're at a networking event. Just think about how much information you would give to that new, that new contact um, as the conversation develops, right? So your homepage is like that introduction, right? So they ask, hey, what do you do? You, you should, if you can, have a really compelling, you know, thought-provoking, probably emotional at some level, you know, speaking to pain or gain um, line that you give them, right? And that on a website we call the hero message. So that's in that big, you know, first block. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the conversation develops from that. Um, you, your, that contact you're meeting, they say, oh, that sounds really cool. You know, what do you mean? And then, you know, think of how that conversation develops from there. Then, you know, do you go down the road of delivering, you know, 15, you know, minutes of, you know, spec sheet? No, you don't. You you give them another little line or two. You know, you say, well, we do this, this, and this, you know? Yeah. And they go, wow, that's really cool. Tell me more about number two, right? Yes. And now you're into that kind of third level. Now you can talk a little bit longer. And, you know, I think if people just put their, themselves in that mindset, um, of knowing I can turn someone off in a conversation yeah. by blabbing on too long. It's it's exactly the same on the web, maybe just even more accelerated, right? Yes, yes, 100%. And I, and I think we can forget the purpose, right? I Like you have to yeah. remember when you design a website, it's not just to have a website. There is a purpose. The purpose <laughs> is to build interest in your product or service. Yeah. Number one. That's it. That's it. You don't have to sell with your website. What you have to do is build interest, right? And so it's, I think, like you said, you get a lot of people that are technical minded. Maybe they are like the product engineers who are like, yeah, Yeah. let's give all the technical data. But like, you got to understand that you were speaking to regular human beings like us. And (laughs) while I wish that sometimes I understood every technical detail, um, I don't have, I don't have, first off, the attention span. And second off, the technical knowledge to understand every in and out of your new uh, gadget, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I don't totally. need to know, and neither do most yeah. of your customers. They just need to yeah. know in a simple, easy to understand way, how is this going to make my life better? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a core usability uh, principle is, um, and th- th- that's been around for decades now, is, is what do you need people to do to take the next obvious step? Right. And um, and the other principle we think about all the time is there's an Einstein quote, you know, make it as simple as possible, but no simpler. So I think those two things together, you know, are kind of your the key. Now, it it takes some experience and expertise and and knowledge to do those things well. But really, that's what you're trying to do. Um, Anything extra just clutters and and, you know, slows people down or gets them to bounce or doesn't get them to take that next obvious step down your your journey whether it's to doesn't matter if it's to an inquiry or if it's to an online sale or it's to you know just reaching out but um but you know those two things are super important simplicity we've been talking about simplicity for two and a half decades yeah yeah and i would say it's never more important than today like it's never been people have never had less attention span so like visual appeal simplicity in the message short and sweet, yeah. as short and sweet as humanly possible, <laughs> that still, like yeah. you said, gets the point across yeah. is absolutely critical. Yeah. And so yeah, and that definitely doesn't mean it, it, it shouldn't be cool. Yeah. Um, or but it should, but it should be authentic. But but yeah, simplicity really talks about, um, you know, as simple as possible, but no simpler, you have all the core things, but you don't add stuff you don't need. It's, it's that editing process. Yeah. And simple can be cool. It totally right. Yeah, in exactly. some ways, in yeah, my mind, I think so. simpler is cooler these days, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Right. Like you can say a lot with a little. <laughs> yeah, totally. Exactly. So I want to talk to you. We're, let's say that we're talking to our our new businesses, maybe or maybe it's time for a website redesign. It's been five years. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. First off, what how long do you think a company should go before they revamp their website? I think that's a good place to start. And then. Uh, yeah. And then maybe second off, what should they consider? in 2023 cool yeah those are those are good questions so i would say the you know how long probably um depends on a couple things and again we're talking off the cuff so these are off the top of my head but um what's the rate of change 
like in your business. So some businesses like the change rate, like your offerings changing constantly, it's a competitive sector, you know, how fashionable is it? You know, those you should probably be changing it every couple of years mm -hmm. um, or at least making sure it looks new. You know, you don't necessarily need to do a platform change. Um, and then like, what's the size of your business too? I mean, and that probably has to do probably with rate of change too, but you know, a major organization, I mean, they're going to change it every five or seven years because it's a massive investment, you know, a really small business, um, the cost and you know as inexpensive as some of these newer platforms that we've been talking about are um you know don't be afraid to change it often um it 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 should look current and it should be true to what your business is right now um so if you and i have this all the time where someone comes and says well it's really important you know we need to redesign because the website no longer reflects people say this all the time no longer reflects you know who we are mm -hmm. um you know what we do what we offer um, and just, you know, we're better than we were, you know, five years ago when we did this. So, sure. um, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say the timeline is probably in that, you know, you know, maybe it's three years for a small business, two, three years, and it's probably, you know, five, seven for a big company or a big organization. Yeah. And what are like, so, okay, let's say that we've gotten to that point or we're a new business and we're just kind of getting started and we're looking at the yeah. landscape. We're looking at, you know, nowadays you got Squarespace, you got Wix, you got, you know, yeah. amazing companies like yourselves who can kind of take this on and handle it. How does a company go about making a decision to meet their needs? Like, what do you think is, is, what do you think they should do? <laughs> to like find a partner? Yeah. Or even like or... take that initial step. Like what type of... I don't think many companies, and I was one of them, knew where to start. Yeah. And it's like I initially started, luckily, I had spent a lot of time in business development. So I, I yeah. knew what a good layout looks like. So I had a slight yeah. edge, but I also yeah. knew absolutely nothing about web design, right? Yeah. <laughs> most of it. Yeah. And I would say most people, most people know what they like, um, but they don't know why. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what I would say is if, you know, if you are, um, if you are super into web design or typography or, you know, design, you know, in, in general, communication design, um, if that's a personal interest, you know, go for it, you know, have, have an opinion. If that's not really an interest, um, like there are people like us that like, that is our favorite thing in the world, you know, <laughs> just tell us maybe what you like and don't like, and we'll, we'll figure it out for you. But, um, you know, I think people tend to have these opinions and um, they don't really know why they have them. Usually it's because um, they've seen something, the moral custody. Same same with food or coffee or any of those things. Sure. Why do you like what you like? Well, because that's what you've had the most. That's of, your experience. Right? That's what you've been exposed to. Yeah. Exactly. What we try to get people onto is that really doesn't matter. Um, you are not your audience. Um what we're trying to do is 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 build something that appeals and works for your audience. Now your your opinions and preferences might reflect your audience. You might be a part of that community. Um, we'll definitely take that to account. What we're trying to do is make something that converts, serves your users, and is successful for your business. You know, not um, not chase those personal things. But in terms of like what's where are things at these days are cool. I mean, there are more platforms than ever. Um, there are lots of options for people. Uh, we try to take into consideration, you know a few things uh what lets us as your partner be as uh as unhandcuffed as possible to build you the best possible experience to do those things i was talking about before make you successful um so that's you know one thing um how are you going to maintain this thing in the future are you going to call us you know um and we typically build things on platforms where people can manage their own content you yeah. know that's almost always what we do um but there are different levels of those things. And um, there's just a lot of choice uh, these days. What I would say people need to do, uh, be more of right now is more open to finding the right partner, especially if you think you're going to work with someone for you know four or five years, which usually we do. Um, and really listen to why they use what they use and why they like it, you know, and how it, how it makes them effective. Um, and then, and then, you know, how do you plan to manage it? But um, uh, when I entered, yeah, stop me whenever too. When, yeah, <laughs> when I entered this going. industry, um, it, it's funny, the battle is completely flipped to what it used to be. Um, so when I entered uh, this, you know, and started our agency, I was constantly trying to convince people, you don't need to spend, you know, in bigger organizations, but you don't need to spend a quarter million dollars on your web back end. 
Um, that's overkill. Look at all these new things emerging that are cheaper or free or all those kind of things and we can mm -hmm. do amazing things with, right? So um, that was the battle back then. Right now we have the opposite. <laughs> so every, um, you know, every marketing professional has heard of, you know, a couple of these things, Wix, Squarespace, WordPress. Um, those are great tools for certain jobs, uh, for certain for certain problems. They're not the best for um, for other problems or other other goals. So, um, I think people need to readopt like a little bit of an open mind for talk to your experts. You know, again, um, if this isn't the stuff you sit up, you know, in the evening and research and think about and love, um, then it's probably indicative that you know that 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 there's probably someone who can make a better decision for you. Um, yeah, find that right person that you jive with on a personal level, on an intellectual level, on a, you, you believe in their track record and, um, and let them use the things they, you know, they need to use to do the best job. But yeah. And you touched on something that I think is really critical that a lot of companies haven't been thinking about. And it's that you have, you know, just like capital business development here, we have a yeah. wide brush of companies that we've worked with a wide range of understanding yeah. of uh, that you just don't have if you're in a niche area. And so it's yeah. like your the fact that you've worked with thousands of websites over your time, it, it it allows you to see a big picture that is just impossible to see unless you've been part of it. And so you know the yeah. trends before they're even happening. And you can end up with an outdated website faster than you think, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and we really try to be sensitive. Like we're with clients, we are constantly, we are not wanting to blow your budget just for the reason of blowing your budget what we're wanting to do is give you as much value make this thing last as long as it can be as you know as performant as it possibly can as fast you know search engine ready um look cool we want it to be modular so we can swap things in and out we want if you find a third-party tool that you you know your marketing team or your sales team needs we can we can integrate that you know at a at a real level um and so we're looking for the right tool for the job and we do borrow from all of these um uh in terms of where things are heading, um, things are heading to a world, and I don't know how technical we want to get, but um, uh, into this realm of headless, um, they're called uh, backends. So what all that means is just the, the front end of the website, the stuff people can see is completely separated from the backend. So if um, the backend goes down, the website doesn't go, the website can't be hacked, it can't go down, um, or almost impossible to hack. Um, highly performant, which search engines like, and lets us plug it into lots of different devices and, and mediums in this, you know, hyper-fragmented world we're in. Um, yeah, and, and just things like, you know, like WordPress, to pick on it, has been around for a very, very long time. Um, you know, that technology goes back to what, like 91, 92, 93, wow. somewhere in there, you know. Um, so it's it's a really old model, and, um, and um, it's done a really good job, you know, the community is massive, so it's done a good job of keeping up with the trends, but um, it hasn't been easy to to do that. And so sometimes when people want a, a, a you know a website that looks a certain way, um, they've bolted on things, and that can slow down a page or uh, make it not performant or um, you know other things we worry about is um, in that realm. Um, if you watched you know or Googled um, every two or three months, there is a, you know, a, a WordPress breach that uh, affects literally millions of websites are hacked um, every couple of months. So, um, you know, again, don't let that scare you. If you're on that, there's ways where if you have the right partner, they can, they can harden that stuff up and, um, and, and make it work. But um, it's definitely something we look at and, and are concerned about, especially with larger, you know, organizations with, with big aspirations and, so do you guys utilize multiple um, coding platforms? Like you use WordPress? Yep, for sure. Yeah. But it just depends on the Definitely. situation. Ultimately, you, you know, you can use whatever you need for the most part. I assume. Yeah, it depends on what the client. Now, we don't use everything yeah. um, out there because that wouldn't be impossible to be familiar with everything. Sure. Um, you know, I would say, you know, if we wanted to, um, be because this is what we do, you could come to us and say, well, I really want to use this platform. We could figure it out. Um, you know, would we, maybe not <laughs> just because yeah. it's worth our time, sure. but, um, yeah, we use, we use kind of the, the gamut. Like if it's something needs to be up tomorrow, you can get that up on Wix or Squarespace, um, or ready mag is a really cool one. That's all right now. Yeah. Um, if, uh, 
you know, if you've got a, a, a you know a smaller budget and you want to self-manage or you've got a team that's familiar with WordPress, then you might need to do it on that. Um, uh, again, uh, Webflow is a really cool uh, platform these days that our whole, our whole Nimble team, they're called so nimbledigital.com, uh, um, they work with small businesses across Western Canada. And um, that, that team primarily uses Webflow because um, it's super secure, um, almost impossible to hack, um, easy to use, um, and it allows us to um, add some efficiencies that let us just you know, give that small business more value um, and a really reliable site. Um, and, uh, and then when we work with bigger um, or more ambitious people, we use things like uh, there's a platform called Storyblock that's uh, one of these headless systems and that with that we can kind of do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very apparent <laughs> when you check out your website. That stuff that you guys awesome. are pretty pretty <laughs> awesome. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um. So, w- where's the decision? Where does that happen? So, you know, let's say that you're dealing with a customer and they've been using Squarespace or they've been using all of these things. At what point should they start to look for a professional such as yourself? I. Uh, well, I mean, I'm obviously super biased, so I'd say right away. Um, but but at the same time, no, at the same time, like, I mean, I hope people are getting this, but we're, we hope we're really nice people too. And um, like, we're, we're not here to, you know, dump on, you know, the work you've done. Um, you know, there's a little bit of sometimes you have this, this, this facetious voice where you, you, you know, pat them on the back and say, nice, you know, nice try. That was good. Um, <laughs> I have kids and you got to encourage them. But, um, but I would say as soon as it matters, right. As soon as it matters, um, as soon as, as soon as it's critical that you're successful, bring an expert in. Like I almost, you know, can guarantee you, we can either do it better, faster or cheaper or all three. Um, no, that doesn't mean you won't, you won't have to invest in some technology, but, um, you know, I cannot tell you how many times we've worked with, you know, a large organization, uh, you know, a tech firm that's scaling or something, and we will do a, you know, a 30 or 60 day engagement with them. And we will almost always end that. And they will say, I don't understand how you guys did that so fast. Yeah. How did you do that? It's like, well, it's what we do. Yeah. We come in and we're like, where our job is to absorb the information. We've um, honed those muscles. Um, you know, I promise you, we will understand your business after, you know, a few weeks. Um, and we can make a lot of headway really quickly. Yeah. Um, now, some people work with us for years and years. Some people, you know, have internal teams. But, but yeah, as, as soon as it's critical, um, call in an expert. And that could, you know, what's critical could be, I need this to convert, or there's a problem, mm-hmm. or we got hacked, or, um, we're entering a new market or we've got a change um, that we need people to understand um, or, or it's a new business. All those, those times are great uh, points to call us and say, you know, what's, and again, what I really like is what's the best way to do this or yeah. the best way we can come up with now. Um, and that's when we really, um, if you, if you go to our website, you know, two words in an app exam, d- discover and unleash. I mean, that's what we're there to do. Yeah. Um, our belief is you have probably got something amazing, um, an amazing story, an amazing product, an amazing service, expertise. Our job is just to figure out how to communicate that and yes. unleash it. Yes, yes, I love it. Um, if you're a new business, obviously, you know you want professional help if you can get it, yep. but they can't always do that, at least not initially. Um, do you have any recommendations for them? Like, it, does it make sense to put on a Band-Aid until you can do it right? Or does it make sense more to just, you know, wait and now are you talking like DIY? Yeah. DIY recommendations? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so it depends on how techy tech you are. Um, uh, these are all opinions. Um, so if, if you're just getting started, if you've been okay at navigating, you know, um, posting to social media or figuring out, you know, a social platform or, um, you tried you know, something like Canva or something, these really entry level yeah. things, um, then you probably could tackle a first go um, at, at that, at that website. Um, I, I personally, for the, for the really um, self-serve DIY, I really like Squarespace. Um, you know, I would literally probably, if I was doing a favor for someone, you know, I can, I can probably throw something in almost in the evening wow. for, you know, four or five pages and, um, because I have a good sense of where we're going to go with it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think that platform is great. It's got some really cool features. Um, you know, I'm not as big a fan of, of Wix, but lots of people like it. Uh, you know, I think Squarespace is better between those two, but those two really compare. If you're a little bit more tech savvy, um, and you want to teach yourself to do something, Webflow is really cool. Um, for that, you know, people who kind of know their way around Photoshop, you can probably figure that out. They've got a pretty amazing university. You know, again, this is not going to give you 20 years of experience on how to make decisions. Yeah. But if it's really just presenting to the world, you know, this is who we are. These are the things we do where we have these couple products and and you can't afford a professional yet. Um, you know, I would start I would start there. Um, and yeah, I guess we have to WordPress too. You can get up and running and buy a theme. Um, the only thing I would say there is um, do a little bit more Googling and just also find out the things to avoid on, mm. on, Word, on WordPress. The hard thing with WordPress is it's such a massive ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, and most people want to use these DIY builders in it. And there's about 3,000 of them. And um, they're not all created equally. So. Sure, sure. So like what you're saying ultimately is that if you are going to do it on a budget, you would recommend yeah. Squarespace. Just don't even necessarily worry about the other ones because... Well, it's what I like, and I, to me, it's by the time you outgrow Squarespace, you're probably ready for a for professional. Real. And and then and then and then I don't want to dictate. They might use WordPress, they might use Webflow, they might use you know headless, you know, like we do sometimes. Sure. But um, Squarespace can get you pretty far, um, and it lets you maintain these things. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to get into all of it. There's things it doesn't do well. Sure. Um, that you know we could get into, but. Um, but for the average mom and pop shop, it, it is going to do it themselves. It does a pretty good job. And the, the, the themes are, they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, no, I appreciate that because, you know, we are talking to a lot of newer businesses that frankly, they just don't have the budgets yet, but they still yeah, need totally. a great online presence. So they need solutions. Yeah. And I, I like it. I always like it when we have professionals like you, who isn't just like, nope, there's no other options because yeah. I think it is critical to understand that businesses have steps. And sometimes that first step is not a pro website. Oh, yeah, people who come in and say there's no other options, I mean that's total BS. Mm -hmm. Like there there are there are more options than there have ever been. Um and they look pretty amazing. Um especially especially if it's not too complex, right? Or too deep. Yeah. Um the yeah, the other thing I was gonna say though, I mean like so of that nimble uh, team we have, um that that's that agency for this I mean, for three, four grand, I mean, they will build you a killer website and they will um, you know, if it's small enough and, and yeah. the budgets go up a little bit from there. But um, really competitive, and and they'll make all the decisions for you. I yeah. promise you, they'll make good decisions, and awesome. and you can kind of just give them the information and go. So um, I think people would be surprised, um, you know, how how inexpensive it can be to have you know professional do it if they've got the right um, you know team. Yeah, no, amazing, amazing. And Nimble's operating right here in Edmonton as well. Then, well, yeah, that's the that's the thing um we have our core team here yeah. um uh, but then we do have folks uh kind of throughout western canada um this is a hybrid world um so that team you know comes into the office a couple of days a week but yeah. then we have a bit of a distributed team too what is um you know and i you know i might be putting you on the spot here a little bit i understand that when you design a professional website there is a timeline associated what does a yep. typical timeline look like? Well, what is realistic? Because I, I know you have people come in and they're like, yeah, I want this website and I want it in two weeks. And you're like, uh, no. <laughs> what does a real timeline typically look like for, for a, a design build? That is that is the big question, right? So um, awesome question. Um, what to expect? It really, honestly, it really comes down to the, to the client. Um, because thing is, we can, we can go super fast. This again, once you've done these things hundreds, thousands of times, like it's not hard for us to put the technology together. Um, what takes the time is uh, tell us about your services. Mm -hmm. How do you describe yourself? You know, do you have imagery? Um, uh, all, all of those things are what takes time. You know, have you do you have your product shots in order? When if someone were just to come in and and if they could drop you know the files um, and the information and it was all perfect, and and we're always going to help you massage it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can turn that around in two weeks. But I would say the average small business probably takes eight to twelve weeks. Um, okay. And and there's people that take way longer because what ends up happening is um. This is a little bit like therapy, a little bit like consulting. Yeah, Once we yeah. start asking questions, um, you know, people often go, you know what? I don't, I don't actually know who I am. 
I don't know how to tell people what we do. That's a great question. Let you know, give us three weeks. <laughs> it's definitely a problem with um with businesses that have evolved over time too. I, I noticed that as it, well. The businesses, especially some of the ones that have been around for 10 years, they started out as something completely different than they are today. And sometimes it does take that come to Jesus moment where we're asking, okay, wait a second. Totally. Who are we today? In 2023, yeah. I know we started in 2010, but who are we in 2023? And that can be yeah. a completely different answer than you would have had in 2010. It, it really can. And some people have never done that, you know, um, really thoroughly, you know, figured out, does this, you know, is who I say I am, does it actually matter to the people I'm trying to reach? Um, so yeah, that can take some, that can take some time. And I'd say that's content is what holds things up every time. Yeah. Um, and we do consult on that stuff too, write content, but, um, it, it is a collaboration. You know, I can't, um, well, I could, I, like I could write out, I, I, for capital even, I could go write a website and, and a bunch of content for you. Um, and it would, it would be okay. It would work. But the thing is, you know, is it you? Is it mm -hmm. Kelly? Mm -hmm. um, does it ring true with what, who you want to be? Um, and that's the thing where it's, it, there's got to be some element of truth to it. So that yeah. takes them back and forth. And, and some, some people honestly just aren't ready for that. Um, so, you know, back to, you know, what does it take to be successful? You know, it's understanding of that audience and, you know, do the work ahead of time to know who you are. There's lots of great resources out there. Um, you know, for those of us, those following on, along with us, um, you know, stay tuned to digital, uh, nimbledigital.com. There will be more and more educational resources coming out um, in the future that we're just going to give away for free to, to talk about how do you craft your message? Um, have you thought about positioning? You know, do you know what that means even? Yeah. What about, you know, audience development or audience segmentation? You know, these are big, heady concepts, but it's things that every small business needs to be thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely can, it can take that leadership to help them through that process. And that's something yeah. that you guys can deliver. Totally. So I want to just kind of nail you with one final big question. Um, if you could only give one piece of advice with regards to web design, <laughs> what might that be? Oh, um, uh, it would probably be around, you know, um, focus on clarity. Clarity. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's just, that's number one. Um, and that's a really, that's a really deep, you know, topic. It can mean a lot of things, but it's, it's clarity in your message, um, you know, clarity in, in, in the value you bring to a customer, your, your value proposition, um, clarity in what makes you unique, um, you know, clarity in, in what people can expect to work with you, all of those messages. But then it's also the functional stuff, you know, clarity in your navigation, clarity in your calls to action if people know what that means you know yeah. um you go to these websites and um you know stupid little example but you see you know maybe on one page you see 15 learn more buttons um and those just start to filter out to people's brains yeah Be clear they learn more about my you know sausage products <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think clarity is critical. And that's an amazing message. Thank you so much, Micah. Um, this awesome. has been episode 62 of the Business Development wow. Podcast. We have been graced with Micah Slavins, the co-founder and principal of Lyft Interactive right here in Edmonton. They build absolutely stunning websites. Let me just say, beautiful. Uh, Micah, if people want to get a hold of you, what is the best way for them to reach you? Best way is, is through the website. Go to liftinteractive.com. There's a form there. I see that and some other people uh, on our sales team see that. And I promise you, um, we are really uh, ruthless. We will get back to you probably that same day. Amazing. Amazing. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, follow, subscribe on your platform of choice. Until next time, this is Kelly Kennedy, and we will catch you on the flip side. This has been the Business Development Podcast with Kelly Kennedy. Kelly has 15 years in sales and business development experience within the Alberta oil and gas industry and founded his own business development firm in 2020. His passion and his specialization is in customer relationship generation and business development. The show is brought to you by Capital Business Development, your business development specialists. 
For more, we invite you to the website at www.capitalbd.ca. See you next time on the Business Development Podcast. Business rock stars. We at the Business Development Podcast humbly invite you to be part of our journey. Despite our global reach spanning over 130 countries and our status as an award-winning show, we remain committed to delivering valuable insights and engaging content to our audience of decision makers. With two episodes released every single week and a back catalog of over 100 episodes, we strive to provide our listeners with the latest strategies and trends in business development and business growth. Why consider sponsoring us? Our listeners trust us to deliver authentic, informative content, making it an ideal platform for you to showcase your brand in a genuine and meaningful way. Choose from flexible sponsorship packages tailored to fit your advertising needs. With a back catalog of over 100 episodes and an average of eight new episodes released every single month, there are plenty of opportunities for you to connect with our audience. If you believe that your brand aligns with our humble mission, Reach out to us at podcast at capital bd.ca. Let's start a conversation and explore how we can collaborate to elevate your brand together. Thank you for considering us. Send us an email at podcast at capital bd.ca and let's partner for the future.